Hello, folks. Um, let me tell you a tale of signals in Alpine and how I spent my Friday. Hmm. So I woke up this morning, did a bunch of support. and was like, I want to like really do something today and not just waste my day away on like emails and stuff. And I thought, well, I heard somebody report an issue with the slowness of the combo box in Headless UI. They said they have like a thousand items in their combo box and their page takes like three or four seconds to load or something like that. And I was like, well, A, you're not really supposed to put a thousand items in a combo box. At least that's not how I would want to do it. I don't think your users really want that anyway. Um, and you can solve this performance issue by just doing a little dot splice on the items or dot slice on the array of items and just limiting it to like, I don't know, a hundred items or something or 50 items, just the amount that the user really cares to see when they're looking at all the items in the combo box. But nonetheless, I went, I went, Oh, that's, um, that sucks. <laughs> and what's slow. I kind of guessed that Alpine's for loop is slow but I've definitely optimized the crap out of that thing in the past to make sure that like Alpine doesn't totally suck at all those benchmarks where they just benchmark Alpine being used in ways nobody uses it, like generating 10,000 rows and removing them and adding one and blah, blah, blah. Maybe people do use it for 10,000 rows. I don't. That's what Blade's for. So anyway, um, this combo box deal, I'm like, all right, well, I, I want to at least, I don't want this hanging over my head. I don't want a tool out there that's slow and whatever. So I recreate the combo box with a bunch of rows. Um, did I say 10,000 rows? I, whatever. They said a thousand rows was slow. I tried a thousand rows and holy crap, it is freaking slow. So I started digging into it. Well, let me just say solution A, just slice your array so that you're not loading a thousand things that a user can't even see. Um, B, I did come up with a solution that I can just do in place, which I will do, which is the switchboard pattern. I have a blog. It's my latest blog post on my blog. If you want to check it out, it's this thing that I sort of discovered that I was like a reactivity pattern that you can use in Vue.js. You probably use it in any reactivity paradigm, solid, svelte, anything. And it makes things that typically make reactivity super slow. It makes them blazingly fast. It's a really cool pattern that I really think is so cool. And like nobody knows what I'm talking about. So this isn't a, an episode on the switchboard pattern. I'm sure I blabbed about this like a year ago. But anyway, the switchboard pattern is the solution. That's the problem inside of Alpine is like every single item in your combo box. So if there's a thousand items, they each have their own item inside of it. And when you mouse over them, as your mouse moves... It needs to check if the current element the mouse is over is the active element or it actually needs to like set. It needs to like set the active element to the one your mouse is on as you move your mouse. So it's like firing a zillion times a second. And then when you move it to a new one, it has to change what that is. And then every item in there reacts to that change. So whatever. It's a lot. Let me just say that. It's a lot because of the way the reactivity is just set up is that every single item in this combo box depends on the state of the currently active item. So when the active item changes, even if the item doesn't need to change because it's a totally different item, 
it still cares about it and checks. And so because you have those zillions of checks, it's just really slow. Um, and the solution is the switchboard pattern that basically makes it so that every, uh, every item or option in the combo box only will react if their key is now the active key. So anyway, um, fun pattern. Yeah. But forget about the switchboard for a second. We're not here to talk about the switchboard. We're here to talk about signals. Um, because I've thought about this for a while. So everybody's hopping on the signals train. What are signals? It's fine-grained reactivity instead of coarse-grained reactivity, where Vue.js, I think it has signals now, but before it did, um, Vue and Alpine and any kind of typical sort of reactive framework, I'm sure Angular at some point, I think Angular switched to signals too, use this kind of coarse-grained reactivity where, you know, when you say X data and you have an object, you could have like many objects inside that object that have objects inside of them. You have all sorts of deeply nested data. And the reactivity engine is pretty good about tracking when one piece of data changes to only run the things that depend on that piece of data. However, I think the biggest con with the reactivity engine is that it's hard to track what changes trigger what side effects. And signals basically are fine-grained reactivity. So you just create these little isolated bits, these little isolated values that you can then capture, you know, you can run side effects out, whatever. If you don't understand effects and stuff, this is going to be a hard episode to understand anyway. Um, well, maybe not. I'll try to not make that like a, uh, a requirement for listening to this. But so a signal, think of it like um, instead of creating an object of data, you just create a single piece of data. So for a counter, you would just say signal one and then set that as a variable called count. And now to access the value, you can't just reference count. That's a function. You call it. You say count, parentheses, parentheses, and you get back the value. And if you want to set a new value, you pass a, an item into the function. It's, every library handles these differently. Solid is like let count and set count equals create signal. Um, I like the much simpler just if you call the signal with no parameters, it returns you the value. If you pass a parameter, it sets the value. Um, so the beauty of this is that the user is explicit about setting a value. They literally have to call a function and pass a value in. And what that does is allow for really tight control over what things change. So I don't know. Also, like there's no proxies involved. The effect map is like very simple. There's so many things that are so much more simpler like you could have ChatGPT write you a signals reactivity engine, which is what I did in like 20 lines of JavaScript. It's so small. It's so clean. There's a part of me that's like, man, it'd be nice if just Alpine used this instead of Vue's reactivity engine in its core, we would shave off like four kilobytes, which would be awesome. And then it would really just be like, it'd be freaking small. So anyway, that is a potential world, but that would be an obviously massive breaking change. And that's not happening anytime soon. So I was just kind of toying with like, but I've started by just changing Alpine's internals to signals instead. And then I was like, you know what? I think I could actually write this as a plugin that isn't a breaking change to Alpine at all. And I did, and it wasn't that hard. And there's like a few tricky bits, but I was just astonished and so grateful to Livewire or Alpine's core, um, which I've, I've bragged about forever but I love Alpine's core. It's so flexible. It's so extensible and flexible. And I wrote it to be able to swap out the, act, the reactivity engine, which 
there was a there were times where I've thought like that was kind of dumb. Like there's no nobody swapping out Alpine's reactivity engine for their own. Nobody's doing that. So why make it a public API that you have to like make like not break and stuff like that? But this is an example where oh my gosh, I can just swap Alpine's internal reactivity engine with my signals engine, but not only that, I can merge the two. So I created this plugin and what the plugin does is it like gets Alpine's current reactivity engine, which is whatever you set, what Alpine sets views reactivity engine internally, but this would even work if you customized Alpine's reactivity engine. It takes the Alpine reactivity engine, it sets a new reactivity engine, but merges the old one and the signals engine. So now the engine accounts for both view reactivity and this custom signal stuff which is so cool. And I don't think there's a big performance hit by merging them because you're generally not using them together. So maybe there'd be some weird stuff that might happen if in a single effect you referenced a signal and I should test that if you reference a normal reactive property and then also a signal, it should all work. I think, I think it would all work. I think, ah, I actually don't know off the top of my head, but whatever point is, um, Oh yeah, I do need to like change a bit of code to make that work. I just realized it, but you don't care about that. So yeah, signals. Um, so really fun. And it's like just a little simple dollar sign signal. And now any value in Alpine can be a signal and views reactivity engine will ignore it. And it'll just defer it to this new signals engine, which again is so small and so lightweight and so fast and so beautiful. Um, and in general, Alpine's using views reactivity inside of Alpine is not a bad thing. It's not a big deal. It's a rock solid piece of software. View itself uses it. It's plenty fast. Um, the slowness that I'm talking about with this combo box after like tearing everything apart, I realized that's changing everything. So I, I rewrote everything into signals for the combo box for this new singles plugin, signals plugin, my sing singles signals plugin. I rewrote everything to signals and I realized that it's not signals that is the problem. I'm glad I rewrote it in signals because it makes it a lot easier to see where you're triggering to basically, um, yeah, to basically have more control over when you're triggering reactivity or not, which you can technically do without signals, but it's just feels really gross and is like kind of hardcore where with signals, it's actually really simple. It's like, you can call the function as a function and it'll react. It'll like track the reactivity and return that value. Or you can just call dot value and it'll give you the raw value without triggering any reactivity, um, which is pretty nice. So that allowed me to just debug it easier. But after debugging it, I realized, Oh, it's just a JavaScript problem. It's just a reactive paradigm problem and I need the switchboard. So I pulled in the switchboard that I published online and I rewrote it for signals and it works like a charm and the combo box is super fast with a bunch of rows. Um, the only slowness is now in Alpine creating that amount of rows and registering all those side effects and mutating the DOM and blah, blah, blah. But again, like, I don't know if you're using Alpine like don't render a thousand options in a combo box, just render 20 and then, you know, truncate the rest, just have a dot, dot, dot. You can have a thousand in the array. You can have 10,000 in your array of options, but the ones you show to your user, just show them like 10 or 20. There's not that many cases where you want to be showing your user a thousand things on a page um, because it's just, it's going to be slow. And that's just how stuff is. Stuff is slow. If you show too much stuff, it's really slow. 
So there you go. Um, that's my journey through signals today. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. A part of me wants to make it an official plugin, but I know better than to just hit publish on a reactivity engine that could have massive effects. But I will tell you that I wrote it and then I reran like all of Alpine's test suite and like first try everything passed. So my like reactivity engine hacks where I'm merging the two totally work fine. It's not a breaking change in Alpine. So I could probably launch this thing and people could start using it and it would be fine, but I don't want to lock myself in anything right now. And really what I came to solve, I solved the problem without signals, which is the switchboard. So I don't know. This is reactivity talk. It's always kind of heady when we talk reactivity because it's pretty freaking deep, but whatever. See ya.